0: And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Welcome back to week two of the May Young Classic. It is Monday. My name is DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. Joined as always by Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Doc, another 4. Yes, 4 episodes of the May Young Classic are ready for our consumption. How you feeling? Oh, I'm I am feeling so excited to watch this tournament and record these podcasts. I can tell your enthusiasm is re- it's washing over me. I am just basking in the waves. You know what it occurred to me? You and I had talked before about how, you know, the li- the listens to these four episodes, these last four that we did, weren't exactly what we were hoping for, but if you put them together, that's about 300 plays for a week, which for us is pretty good. You know, we don't I mean, to, these days it is. We don't need to go too much inside baseball here, but, you know, I believe uh People's cup doth fill up too much, so there's too much wrestling podcast to go around. So, uh, you know, everyone has an assignment for me. Go ahead and, you know, look through your wrestling I mean, podcast and decide which ones you're going to get rid of so you can listen to us more. Or, you know, just
1: get rid of us already because of, 80% of the people who were
0: listening to us already made that decision. So wow. you should probably join them. Ouch. <laughs> ouch! Ouch! But anyways, WWE Network episode five is queued up to the one second mark. I'm ready. I'm going to assume Doc Manson is ready. So Doc, as usual, will count you down, and then we will bask in the glow of more May Young classic. Counting down: three, two, one. Play. The fireworks are going. There's John Cena, as we all know, paragon of the women's division. Mm. All right, Stephanie, Trish, that's it. Those are really the only two women in that. Stephanie McMahon and Trish Stratus. Yes, both women's champions. However, neither really embodying the uh, women's revolution that you would think they would be putting in this intro.
1: Well, when you think about the all-time greats uh, of the women's you know, divisions as they've existed within the WWE. I, I I see the case for including Trish
0: Stratus. Yes. Trish Stratus makes sense. It's Stephanie McMahon. And then the lack of, again, we talked about this last week. Wouldn't it have been nice had they done that same then now forever video featuring all female superstars. Absolutely. From the past and the present. Um, it's been a while since we watched this. Has uh, has week one? Has your opinions of week one changed as time has gone on? You know, overall, we weren't hugely excited about what uh, what we saw. It was good. I mean, there were lots of it that was good, but
1: I think my biggest problem with round one remains, and that's a lot of people who I'd like to see, re- you know, sort of continue in this tournament. Are not. And instead, we have Mercedes Martinez, the hair whip lady, Bianca mm-hmm. Blair. Um, we've got the MMA lady, whatever her name is. Shayna Baszler. Yeah, like, I would have preferred to have seen Jazzy and Tessa yep. Blanchard, uh, Santana Garrett. And Santana Garrett move on. So, I mean, I, you know, people have got to start dropping down this tournament at some point. So, I mean, I can't say that's a hard criticism, but. I, I can't no. I can't help but feel like I would like to have seen those talents uh, a little bit more.
0: I'm gonna ask a question that is might be seen as controversial, but i I quite frankly don't care. Do you think this tournament would have been better off being only sixteen women? Um I don't know about that. I will say
1: I'm gonna say no, I think thirty two is appropriate. however, I think there are plenty of women out there that they did not get for this tournament that it, it sort of boggles my mind that they did include the people they included.
0: Okay. That I suppose that makes sense. So, so name a female talent besides Sexy Star. Name a female talent that you would have liked to see in this tournament that we didn't. Uh, well, you know, we said that
1: Serena Deeb was sort of playing that veteran role. I personally would have liked to have seen someone like maybe uh, Gail Kim, you know, someone who didn't have a great deal of success maybe in the WWE on the main roster, but whom has obviously had a storied career elsewhere now, mm-hmm. um, and who is a very talented wrestler, sort of fulfilling that Tajiri role that we saw in the Cruiserweight Classic. That's certainly one that I would like to have seen. I think that's
0: fair. We're watching uh the Abby Lathe promo. I'm gonna go ahead right now. I know I literally know nothing about this. I think she makes the finals. I did not realize that she's been in the WWE developmental system for a while.
1: No, me neither. I knew Sarah Logan had been there for a bit.
0: Yep. But I'm like I'm like, you know what? They're pushing her in all the ways that they were kind of pushing T J Perkins with the Cruiserweight classic. So I think we see Abby Lathe make the finals. I have no problem with that. She was great. She did a very nice job. But uh we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And like I don't know,
1: like I appreciate the fact that, you know, you wanna highlight these independent wrestlers from around the world. But when I think about something like the Mae Young classic, I think sort of like the Dusty classic, and I don't really quite understand why they don't include talents currently sort of more actively part of the WWE or NXT roster. Obviously, like I said, Abby Leth is in the developmental system. No, but where's but Peyton
0: Royce? Where's Charlotte? Liv Where, Morgan. I mean, yeah. I I get, I totally get not having main roster talents. Charlotte, Sasha, even someone like Summer Rae, I get that. But Liv Morgan, um, Mandy Rose... Sure. Ruby Riot. We, we're watching all of these independent wrestlers beat the crap out of Ruby Riot. I mean, yeah. I mean, you want to
1: tell about the backstory of this tournament? The secret backstory is the WWE put together a tournament of 32 people who have beat the crap out of Ruby Riot before. That's really what they did. Now, there's one person here who hasn't beat up Ruby Riot.
0: I don't know if Cassius Ono has. We just saw him. And I'd like right. to point out, and this is the only time I'm going to mention it, but I'd like to point out. The old lady's still there. She's sticking through with the second round. Same seat, even. Sure. I she mean, other independent
1: wrestlers, like I said, I would have liked to have seen Taylor Hendricks in here, mm-hmm. um, Vita Scott. I would have liked to have seen um,
0: – Now, you know, it comes down to the – She's a little newer, but even Priscilla Kelly maybe. Okay, um, that's a name I don't even know. All right. Yeah. They're, they're very big into pushing the trophy now. They want the. Tr- they want people to see the trophy. Um I would have liked to see Eva Lise. I know she's a Lucha Underground talent, so that might not have happened. Plus she was in the WWE syst- system system at one point. Um What what's her name? Marty's sister.
1: Marty Posa. Yeah, Mariposa. So, yeah. I wasn't yeah, I was sort of avoiding uh the Lucha
0: Underground aspect of things mm-hmm. only because it doesn't seem likely. But yeah, all those people. Well, you mentioned um, you mentioned Taylor Hendricks, who I'm pretty sure is under a ring of honor contract, so I I would like to have seen Velvet Sky or Angelina Love. um, They could have done some different things with this tournament. And again, I guess what we're saying is they could have done more than 32. I don't think anyone really would have gone for a 64-woman tournament, but it was certainly possible. But in all fairness, they did not need Marty Bell in this tournament. Well, and that's, I think, what we're. That's kind of what brought this on: is, you know, we have Abby Lath, who potentially participated in the best match of the first round. And then we have Rachel Evers in her Lance Storm-inspired gear, who participated in perhaps the worst match of the first round against someone whom, from the look of it, from me sitting here seeing things, did not appear worthy of being included. And apparently, if you believe the rumor, Marty Bell was supposed to win, and something happened during the match that caused the backstage to... Change that plan now. Again, I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe they just weren't impressed by Marty Bell, or again, maybe it could be totally wrong. But it just strikes me as yes, sure. But anyways, here we are. It is uh, the opening match of the second round. What I liked here is we didn't see a over dramatic handshake to arguable baby face wrestlers they just did a respectful handshake and that was it that was nice to see this is kind of what we're going for i i did my best to avoid social media today on this laborious day oh good camera angle there um but apparently the second round has has kind of changed a lot of people the second round was much better than the first round as you would expect Potentially, these wrestlers have worked with each other more. I would assume that Kimberly and Rachel Ellering have wrestled each other at one point or another somewhere on the independent scene. I'd assume so. I mean, this is,
1: again, the exact same problem that we had, I think, with the beginning of the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, People maybe are sort of, you know, glazing over that, looking back uh, on with rose-tinted glasses to some extent. But... It's just a reality,
0: I think, of these types of tournaments. I think people are forgetting that, you know, um, there was Kenneth Johnson and there were other names whom we have already forgotten in the cruiserweight tournament. And, um, I mean, you could maybe make the argument that,
1: okay, well, that wasn't the case with the UK um, show they did. But that that was, was a very different beast.
0: Yes, that wasn't 32 wrestlers that I remember.
1: No, not only that, but, it, I mean... I don't know if it was or wasn't, but even still, like, that was... You went to the UK, you got a bunch of people who are really well-known there. These are all people who have been
0: wrestling for a very long time. They're not people in a developmental system. They're not... No. No, you went ahead and you took Progress or ICW, IPW, whatever the British promotions are out there, and you, you know, kind of picked the best of the best. And I
1: don't know about, you know, the reality of what I'm about to say, but it seems to me the UK being,
0: you know, a relatively small place... All those guys have history together. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Rachel Evers doing much better this match than she did last match. And again, there's the Marty Bell factor. Oh. And to my well to done. our UK
1: listeners, I, I didn't mean to uh, suggest, you know, it's a small place, but just relative no. to the entire world, the, the UK, UK is definitely wrestling. a localized geographic area. Well, and,
0: and the UK wrestling scene is a very tight-knit thing, which I think is what made... I would guess most people would say right now that the U.K. tournament was the most successful of the bunch, probably because of that. Maybe. Although, again, I kind of see it as being a very different beast, given how it was
1: just like two afternoons, not like spread across. It was a very short sort of compact to the point thing.
0: Yes. I can't remember if it was eight or six. It must have been 16. It must have been. Good match, though. Well, this one? I appreciate yeah. that Abby Lace uh, has that little veil thing to keep herself from being cheeky. Ow. It just reminds me of Jeff Hardy, and that's never a good thing to remind me of. Oh, man. He's going to wrestle for the Intercontinental title tonight. This is what happens when I don't—I no longer have cable and I no longer have PlayStation View, is all of a sudden it was like Saturday, and I'm like, wait, What? Jeff I'm Hardy's happy to wrestling? watch
1: more of this instead of
0: watching Raw tonight, because... Oh, Power Slam from The Second Rope. That's a move you don't see that often. No. I don't know. Jeff Hardy versus The Miz is certainly a match I'm interested in seeing. It's just a—it's interesting to me that they've already gone their singles route already. That's not that interesting to me, if
1: only because... When they've been bringing back these sort of classic tag teams the last couple of years, I sort of feel like this is
0: this has been the playbook. Was Bubba Ray wrestling for a mid card title at some point, and I missed it? I suppose
1: oh. he wasn't, but they had their little run. They never even won the titles, the Dudleys, but hmm. I don't know. They didn't last very long, I guess is what I'm saying in like the title scene of the
0: tag division. Abby Lace has won and advanced to the quarterfinals. Do you like her finisher? This alligator clutch move that she has used to win both times? It kind of reminds me of just like a small package. It's not really much of a move. That's kind of it. Is it's it's one of those it's a great out of nowhere sort of pinfall thing, but are they pushing her to be the underdog? Like I would it would make sense against Jazzy. That would like, make sense. See, I don't see that as being a finisher, yet it's won both of her matches, and she talked yeah. about it, and she mentioned it in her intro vignette. That but she I guess you don't like need was... to have
1: a high impact move as your finisher. I mean, it's it's sort of harkening back to the days of a sleeper or something, right? I mean,
0: well, and a, but a sleeper at least, I guess, you know, I personally think a sleeper is an effective finishing move, but I don't know. To me, that just seems a little lacking. All right, but then again, I like the move. I I have no problem with it being part of her arsenal. It's just the only finisher is is just... But again, I do think she's making it to to the finals, if not winning the whole darn thing. I'm going to say she does not win. Okay. Do you think Piper Nevin will win? No, I don't. Would you like to offer a prediction as to who you believe will win? The whole thing? No, 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 I've... It's in the sealed envelope.
1: I wouldn't want to spoil it.
0: so uh, I forgot about your hermetically sealed envelope. Mm. Uh, excuse me.
1: Uh, Lita, Lita, lovely Lita. I'll leave my life for Lita. Lita. Sorry, what... I just can't put the energy into it. I was never much for Lita, to be honest. No, me
0: either. All right, so here we see the veteran, Serena Deeb. She's filling the veteran role here. Uh, Against Piper Niven, the Scottish supernova. Oh, no, that's Noam Dar. Uh, The Scottish woman in the tournament. Yep. Um, Yes.
1: Piper the Viper Niven.
0: Is that what they just called her? Piper the Viper, yeah. I think Randy Orton's going to have a problem with that. (laughs) <laughs> just just, just going to throw it out there. I think that's kind of Randy Orton's thing. Um, better. Just throwing it out there, Mama and Papa Matthews are currently in Scotland. What are they doing there? They're taking a vacation. They have friends that uh, live in England, and so they've never been to Scotland. So their friends met them at the airport and are kind of touring them through... Scotland and parts of England. They did this with Ireland a few years ago. Hmm. Good for them. My mom has pen pals, like literal handwriting pen pals like you would have in school. She has in real life. Oh, look at the trophy. That's going to be the new thing. It's not going to be the handshakes this round. It's going to be just stare at the trophy. I'm glad to see there's
1: lighting on the trophy now so you can actually kind of see it. I like the trophy. I've just...
0: We we don't all need to stare at it. You all know it's there. That happens... No, same no, no. You don't f- understand. They've never seen it before. <laughs> that, the same thing happened with the UK tournament, too, As they all stared at the title. Stop it with the peace sign. Just stop it. Oh, Jessica Gill, back again. All right. The refereeing for round two. Of course, that's not her name, but she was trained by Dwayne Gill, in case you missed round one, so we've gone to calling her Jessica Gill. Oh, What's her real the... name there, DC? Uh, Jessica... Something. Yep, that's what I thought. Oh, she is. Not oh,
1: she's. T- oh, wiggle that butt. All right. She is into Ooh. it. Serena is into. Why do you, make things, into- Why it- well, do you she-
0: make things awkward?
1: I didn't make it awkward. She touched it with her forehead and she wiggled her butt. She like, made it like,
0: awkward. I like that they li- they list uh, heights, finishers, and style of wrestling, though I've never really thought Serena Dee was a technical style wrestler. She's sinking her chi. There she goes. She's ready. Did you see, um, you know, I don't know that there was a bigger fan in the neighborhood of first round competitor Kavita Devi than I was. But did you see the tweet that I posted or something about the YouTube views of the different Mae Young matches and how many of them were like 700, 800,000? The Kavita V match was like 1.9 million. Not surprised to hear that. So India's the big place. I'm telling you, expect her in expect her in WWE. She's going to join up with Jinder Mahal. I'm calling it. Yeah, they're going to just put her in the women's division. Although would be awkward with against Natalia, I suppose. But something. I am sort of intrigued by this
1: matchup here. Obviously, there is a uh, size discrepancy between the competitors, and I. I but I, but I'm not getting a Ray
0: Mysterio Big Show vibe from it. No, no. This is the Wiley veteran versus the powerhouse youngster in quotes compared to the Wiley veteran with the the bonus that the referee is taller than them both. Yeah, which again isn't a big deal. But going for a side headlock takeover, which isn't going to work. Not yet.
1: Come on, Serena. You got to know to work those legs at this point, right? You would think so. Shoulder chop block or something like that? Oh, come on. That was a rookie mistake from the veteran.
0: Though, to be fair, Hulk Hogan made that mistake many times trying to slam Andre the Giant. Well,
1: to be fair, Hulk Hogan, while immensely...
0: Large and we popular. Saw Serena Deeb not, was not saying smartest. her prayers. I am sure she ate her vitamins before coming out. Maybe that was what she was doing with the trophy. Maybe there were vitamins there. She was just taking a quick snack. So, so you're comparing Serena Deeb to Hulk Hogan? Sure. Do you
1: think that Serena Deeb has any sort of relationship with a love sponge?
0: <laughs> I hope Yeah, not. probably. Oh, come on! Oh, my goodness. I appreciate you uh, coming back for week two. I was half expecting you to uh, officially throw in the towel after my Lord of the Rings hate. Or at least my Lord of the Rings lack of understanding last week.
1: It's fine. Not all of us can be, you know... Smart.
0: (laughs) well-read?
1: Well, in all fairness, you're better read than I am, I think.
0: The things I read are slightly different than the things you have had to read over the last decade. True, true, but... When I read for my job, it involves usually, you know, magic spells and dragons and things.
1: I was quite a voracious reader when I was younger, but... um, A PhD program killed that for you? It it really did. I I've tried reading a bit more recently. I mean, when I first got out of my program, I, I did a lot of reading in a very short period of time. Then I sort of burnt out on it. And I've done some more reading recently, you know, burned through a book in a day or two, but had difficulty getting into a second one. And I don't know. It seems to sort of stop and go for me.
0: Well, for those of us who are getting our holiday shopping done early and are starting to look for gifts for the esteemed Doc Manson, uh, what's on your wish list? What what books are you looking for? What books interest you? Obviously, you have a fantasy science fiction. I don't know what Lord of the Rings would be qualified as. I don't think it would be science fiction.
1: No, it's uh, high epic, fantasy.
0: Epic fantasy. What's Have we talked about high the difference between high fantasy and fantasy? I don't know. Have we? It sounds like a topic we may have covered, but at this point, I've forgotten. I'm much too interested in the fact that Serena Deeb is doing something uncomfortable with Piper Niven's head. Oh, (laughs) going for the... Oh, nice little monkey flip. They're doing a nice job of the, you know, she's... All right, that wasn't the greatest body slam ever, but it was pretty good. You're not even watching at this point. Well, You're checking your wish list.
1: I am, because you were asking me
0: about that. Yeah, that's got to hurt her shoulder. That was a. I'm a fan of Serena's ring gear. It's almost very Sami Zayn ish with the different patterns and things kind of blended in. I know Sami's got flags on his. Do you remember Sami Zayn? Who? Sami Zayn wrestled for a while against Kevin Owens. Oh, the guy
1: who runs that charity for. Uh... Yes, for Syria. Yeah, for Syria. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of remember that he wrestled, but... Yeah. Oh, man.
0: Kevin Owens is pissed. First she steals the nickname, then she steals the finishing move. Because i got to assume that's it. Oh, okay. I was wrong.
1: There was a picture of some bootleg t-shirts going around online. I don't know if you saw it. It was a picture of John Cena when it was classic sort of you-can't-see-me poses, but above the picture of John Cena uh, was written Randy Orton. Did you see that at all? It was just a no. misprinted like bootleg oh, okay. T-shirt. Got
0: it, Got it, got it, got it, got it. I was like, what did I miss? Wow. Isn't yeah, that what Dean well, Ambrose used to do as a finisher? Might have been. It was something like that. It was some sort of cutter sort of move that dropped him, like a reverse DDT sort of thing. I seem
1: to remember him doing dirty
0: deeds for a long time, though, so I'm not sure. He had sure. some move where it was like a headlock. Instead of having it up like the RKO, it was a headlock, and then he would just drop them. Adam Rose had a similar move, and they were just terrible. Hmm. It just There are certain moves that just don't look impactful, kind of yeah, like so the alligator clutch.
1: I guess Randy Orton saw the picture of that T-shirt uh, online, and he commented on it, basically saying, too bad this isn't... Uh, You know, actual real merchandise, because then I might actually sell some t shirts.
0: Randy Orton is totally in the I don't care anymore. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. he's totally in the there's nothing you're going to do, you know. Yeah. Which, again, I can't
1: necessarily blame. I appreciate it to some extent. Like, that sort of comment on a t shirt I appreciate quite a bit. Him having lousy matches with people that he doesn't really care about, that I care about. Less about, but you know,
0: who's he feuding with on SmackDown? Is it Shinsuke? We're going to see a triple threat. Is that what we're? I don't know. Do you really I really don't know who he's feuding with. Sure, he was. He took out Shinsuke, and I think it was a whole like I think we're going to see gender versus Orton versus Nakamura triple threat sort of thing. With a nice Vader bomb by Piper Niven, now she's going to the top rope, which is an interesting choice. Big mistake. Is this Serena going to win? Big, I would have assumed Piper would have walked mistake. away with this. But, oh, nope. Oh, nice. That is a great finisher for her. That's it. Take note, Nia Jax. Take note, Tamina. That's what your finishers are supposed to look like. I was brutal.
1: I kind of get the feeling that um, Nia Jax doesn't have the strength to do that. Might be right. She might not.
0: You would hope she would, though.
1: You would. But it's always been my impression that a lot of her power moves don't give me the impression that she actually has
0: the strength behind them. Kind of like Roman Reigns.
1: To some degree. Although I think Roman Reigns has made more um, progress on that.
0: I've always thought the reason that Roman Reigns uses a Superman punch and a spear as a finisher is because he doesn't have the strength to pick up most... Average or above average wrestlers for a power move. Might be like, true. Like when you when he tries to do the power bomb without the shield to help him, it never ends well. Mm. All right, good showing for Piper Niven. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of her, and I'm a fan of Abby Layth. This has been a good show so far. Oh, she'll be taking on the winner of Lacey Evans and Tony Storm. Do you remember who either of those are? I remember that Tony Storm is the annoying one with the hat. Lacey Evans is the one who dresses like a fifties person. Oh yeah.
1: Yep. The USO show. Yes.
0: The whole USO show. Oh You were in, you were a big fan of Princess Asuhei. Well in round one. I enjoyed her. That was the first match. There was it, it's the fact that they started with that. Obviously yeah. means they value her fairly highly because, you know, as anyone who's ever been in That was a good move. A concert band knows it's important what you start with, it's important what you end with and the middle doesn't matter. So they started with Princess Suhei and they ended with Kyrie Sane and Tessa Blanchard. I can't remember if I liked Mercedes Martinez or not. Did you know that the woman she wrestled, apparently, that was her first professional wrestling match ever? Which one? The one who, yes. I don't know if that's true or not, but people were tweeting about it, that she had trained, but that was her first, like... I don't believe it. Serious match. It doesn't sound right. I don't believe it. But yeah, I will say, I mean,
1: I certainly am looking for a butterflied... Themed luchadora to be a fan
0: of these days, so uh, maybe she apparently posted some four page thing in Spanish trying to explain that it wasn't her fault and that Rosemary wasn't even injured. And I'm like, just I saw
1: that Gene Snitsky commented on it and said, "You and me both."
0: (laughs) Oh man, I miss Gene Snitsky. I miss Gene Snitsky too.
1: Gene Snitsky could have been Braun Strowman.
0: I suppose that's true. Hey! Who? Kalisto's a guy. It's Drago. Is he... Why is he nodding so much? Stop. I don't know. Acknowledging the crowd, maybe? Do you think the WWE
1: just really wants Rey Mysterio back.
0: I think WWE will get Rey Mysterio back. I do too. I think they wanted Kalisto to be Rey Mysterio and he wasn't. And that's it's it's sad because it's not his fault that he's not Rey Mysterio. No one else has ever been Rey Mysterio. But they were like, "All right, unless you're going to really be Rey Mysterio, we have no need for you. Like he's not even in the cruiserweight division. How is this possible? How is this guy not in the cruiserweight division? He will be eventually. I hope so. It took a while to get Enzo over there, so you know, that's true. Maybe they're saving him and he'll be the finally the guy. Oh, she's got like a Wonder Woman motif going on.
1: I keep thinking that maybe eventually Apollo Cruz is going to make the uh, transition over.
0: He should. Yep. He should have a scale that's just complete, like Hardcore Holly used to, to say he was a super heavyweight. Uh Uh-huh. Look, I'm 205. Um, I'm sorry, one of your legs is 205 pounds. Nope, all of me. Oh, she's a powerhouse style. I didn't know that was a style? Style.
1: Huh. (laughs)
0: they've got colorful outfits I'll say that for them she's
1: got colorful colorful everything
0: really is she the one with the tattoos all over she is yeah she is they're like everywhere everywhere oh man I don't have my book I went to a tag sale this weekend and I bought two books one of them is called The Little Book of Stupid Questions and one of them is called If and we're going to be using those books all right. Look forward to it. If – because as far as I know, Doc Manson at Doc Manson, you do not have any tattoos. Are you inked? Oh, tattoos. 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 Uh, n- tattoos. No, I have no tattoos. If you were to have – if you had to have one, if your life depended on it, okay, where would you want it? And what would you want it to be of? Um – I
1: guess it would be a QR code, like, on my arm. And when people scanned it with their camera on their phone, it would take them to a website that said, go fuck yourself.
0: You win. (laughs) You win. Why? What's yours? There's no better answer than that. I I can't come back from that. A QR code, which I had to remember what a QR code was, <laughs> and then when you scan it, it takes you to a website that tells you to go fuck yourself. Did you notice how I dropped my voice down really low? Because I, I did. I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know what I would get. I, suppose- I honestly wouldn't get one. I I I know, like it's if. You have to. But, like, I, do, I can't think of anything that I would actually want. That's kind of where I'm at, too. It's the second cannonball we've seen tonight. Is Kevin Owens there? Is that what's going on? Is he in the crowd? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I
1: had to do something, this just came to me. You know how there's that awful, awful thing where people put, you know, other languages on their body, Japanese characters or whatever? Yes. I guess I would get the Japanese for Godzilla. I guess probably somewhere if I had to do something, because then I could have that you know terrible sort of look at my Japanese character things, but then it's actually something relevant to me that I could actually. See, by I was looking at for,
0: it, know if it was correct or not. I mean, I, I don't know. I was waiting for you to unveil, maybe not necessarily physically, but at least admit to that you had a full Godzilla. And, like, Tokyo skyscrapers just going up your torso. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be pretty sweet. All right, we're seeing some rolling suplexes there and then a nice little neck breaker. I mean, if I were a
1: total badass, I would have the worm-style Freddy Krueger eating that chick, like, wrapped all the way around my arm, like, up to my forearm where he's, like, swallowing her there. Like, that that
0: could be a cool tattoo. You could get a, you know, Jason mask on your shoulder.
1: Absolutely. Or maybe on my butt cheek. Okay. How about Doctor Tongue from
0: uh Day of the Dead? That'd be a good one. I am unfamiliar with that reference, but alright. Oh, no,
1: it's just a zombie in Day of the Dead. He's like a doctor and he like his jaw is like removed, so it's like just a tongue sort of dangling. Um so he's drawn you know. up. Yeah, absolutely. Just if Drago didn't have a lower jaw. Yeah.
0: All right. I would get a big sword right in between my packs. <laughs> I think you
1: should get... Remember that how you had that knife on an earlier episode of this podcast? Just that little sort of box cutter? That's what you should have between the packs. Just a little... A small knife. Not a giant sword. No, <laughs> just a little little box cutter. I'm going to get nail clippers. <laughs> so. There you go. <laughs> I think that's appropriate in terms of your relative
0: badassery versus Brock, Brock Lesnar. I think that's fair. All right, I will get I will get some tweezers tattooed <laughs> on my chest. Again, we are joking our way through a match, and this has been a fine match. It's been back and forth. Nice tornado. I don't really
1: feel like Mercedes Martinez did anything for us in her first match, and I think my lack of attention is sort of um, –
0: well, yeah, we're paying more attention now that, that. Princessa Wonder Woman has. Plus, you know, Mercedes Martinez is head to toe, you would assume, with tattoos, which begs the question. It did. I, su- I suppose I could have asked you if you own a Wonder Woman costume, but that would be more of a question for Mrs. Manson than for you.
1: It's true. It's true. I do like um, Princessa Suhei's mask. There's a good deal of color on it that I'm appreciating. Oh, I
0: like that. Yep, that's the finisher. That's the finisher. That's what she beat Kaylee Ray with, elevated yeah. Fujiwara armbar. Nope. Oh. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Come on, princessa.
1: I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. This mm. action also not quite, not quite gelling.
0: There's that Fisherman Buster. I suppose when you heard them mention it multiple times. All right. Maybe Princess Suhei will go to 205 Live. Maybe.
1: I mean, apparently they're not just doing a replay of the Cruiserweight Classic, right? Because our Grand Metallique stand-in has just been eliminated from the tournament.
0: You would have expected her
1: to go to the finals.
0: True, true. All right, well, Inky Wonder advances to the next round, joining Piper Niven and Abby Lath. Again, not super impressive, but part of me is like, you know what, there is potential there. The next round is the quarterfinals? Yes, we've we've narrowed it down from 32 to 16, so this will narrow it down to 8. I get that Mercedes
1: Martinez is a very big deal in Shimmer. She's won a ton of championships, but just looking at... At the performances I've seen in this tournament, because that's all I know most of these people for, I don't feel like she's on the same level as Abby Lath or Piper Niven, which is no. probably strange, but... But, but again, I, you
0: know, I she strikes me as someone who should go to NXT. Like, Abby Lath, I think you could slot into Raw or SmackDown on the women's roster, and they would fit in she would fit in just fine. You could even make a case for Piper Niven, potentially. she making gang symbols? Yes. Mercedes Martinez, on the other hand, I think is someone who... Hey!
1: Might...
0: Corey Graves! I think he went to SmackDown. I think since we've spoken last, he's officially been moved to SmackDown, though he might also be doing Raw and SmackDown. Huh. Oh. I mean, more importantly... JBL is no longer on SmackDown. He is no longer on SmackDown, devoting more time to work with children. Are we really anticipating this showdown? I suppose if Bianca Belair was better than I thought she would be considering she's was the hair lady.
1: I dislike her incredibly. But because the, of the braid.
0: Yes, but outside of that, if you could tra- if you could imagine her without the braid, she was pretty good. And Kyrie Zane was very good.
1: I guess. I don't really remember anything about Bianca Blair outside of the braid.
0: Okay. What it overshadows
1: Kyrie? her entire performance, I guess. What about Kyrie
0: Zane? Uh yeah, she seems good. That was a good match. And she wants to give passion and power to you, Doc. She wants to give you passion. All right. So she's I like give... that uh stink face pin she gave there. That she's was gonna good. She's gonna give Asuka back the title to give you passion and power Mm. stop twirling that thing maybe she'll pull some with that pirate outfit maybe she'll pull out some shears and cut the hair off I hope so and she wants to leave her stamp on the 32 competitors stupidest thing I've ever seen (laughs) you're still focused on the hair yeah
1: it really is it's probably the stupidest thing I've ever seen and I've seen a lot of stupid things in wrestling
0: Okay. I think it's stupider than the glow gimmick. Is it stupider than walking to the ring with a pirate hat and a wheel for no reason? Yes it is. Is it stupider than acting like you're surprised to see the trophy even though it's been there the whole time? Yes it is. Okay. I like Kyrie Zane a lot. I want her to team with Sami Zayn. Kyrie Zane and Sami Zayn. JR just called her a boating aficionado.
1: She's a
0: yacht person. Oh, Jim Ross. (sighs) Well, she slaps five with Izzy, so now we know she's probably going to win this thing too. She's she's the the easy choice. You would think she's obviously going to be the one to win, but that's the same way you thought about Zack Sabre or Kota Ibushi and neither of them won. I kind of feel like that's the... That's where she's at. She's at the she'll make it to the semifinals and then lose I think to, so to one of the, you know, talents that are gonna be there more long term. But I could be wrong. Maybe Bianca Belair will win the whole thing. Bel Air. Bel Hare. Look at that slow spin. Established. What does that mean? And she skips to the ring. Ugh, God. And they called her Powerhouse. They should not call her Powerhouse. Her style should be hair whip. Yeah. She's Willow Smith. I whip my hair back. For I whip my hair back. For it. I whip my hair back. For Shut up. It's impressive that you know that song. That's all I know of it. But That's all the song is, I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's another lyric to it. You know, I said
1: this the other day, and I think I stand by it. I could go the rest of my life without seeing another film with Will Smith in it.
0: Did you watch Suicide Squad?
1: No, no, and I don't think I ever will.
0: Why not? It looked terrible. It It wasn't bad. It looked bad, but it wasn't bad. It looked bad. It looked bad. How do you feel about the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio might be in a standalone Joker movie? I uh-huh. won't watch it. Kyrie Zane's afraid of the hair. As she should be. It's like I, Andre the Giant with snakes. I bet you it would really hurt if you got whipped by that thing. Oh, see, Kyrie Zane is pointing out that this probably should not be legal. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to know what Will Smith's going to be in. I really don't care. Well, except you brought it up, so.
1: Are there any actors whom you despise and whom you'd be very
0: happy to never see another one of their films? I don't think there's any actor that I despise, but uh, there are some actors that I don't ever need to see again. In fact, there are many actors who I don't ever need to see again, but... But is that just you know ambivalence or apparently he's only been in 47 things which strikes me as he's going to be in the live action Aladdin oh yeah he's going to be the genie so there you go That's yeah something that... you'll be able to watch him in I won't watch it we're going from Robin Williams to Will Smith. hmm. It's really depressing. <laughs> I suppose we should get back to calling this excellent match featuring Kyrie Zane and Bianca Blair. Do you think that's why people aren't listening? Because we're so apathetic about this tournament? I don't think we've been apathetic
1: about the tournament, but they've given us a lot of matches. I Like Bianca Belair, Bla- Blair, whatever Spe- her name is.
0: Speaking of Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel Air.
1: Yeah, that's the reason why I brought that up before, actually. Because we had just said Bel Air. Keep up with the conversation, DC. But yeah, um, I don't we think she should be in Willow this Smith. tournament. I don't think she should be in this tournament. Okay. I don't think she's remotely good enough to be in here with some of these talents that we've seen.
0: Oh, here comes the hair. It's that. You th- it's, the fact, it's the fact that there are many people in that crowd who just stood up to cheer slash boo... The fact that she whipped with her hair—that's the only reason she's in this tournament. She has a gimmick. Yeah, but like, shouldn't the ref be disqualifying her?
1: Mm. He seemed to agree with Carrie Zane earlier. He kind of told her off um, as she flipped the braid behind her at that time.
0: Like, I don't—I just don't understand. Is that legal or is it not? I don't see it, why. It sh- I well, I'm, I don't know. Again, it's you know, you can headbutt someone. Without it being illegal, you can kick. So that's you your elbow. head. Those are probably. I mean, I'm not even convinced that's her hair. Those are probably extensions. Well, and I'm waiting for the match that happens where she like literally puts a foreign object in there. She's got like a lead pipe hidden in the braid. It shouldn't be legal, but at the same, but that's it. That's the only reason she's in this tournament is because she's the hair girl. And she's got a gimmick and she's got something that's gonna get the crowd that upset. Is not... she another one of these developmental people,
1: or is she yes. actually
0: like popular somewhere? No, she's cause she won an NXT match to qualify for this, so I'm pretty okay. sure she is a developmental talent. Which again is why she probably advanced this far, is because she'll be in NXT after this. I don't care for her gimmick. I understand. I'm just hoping it leads to a match down the line. It's a hair versus hair match, and they can cut off the ponytail. But she has something. She's got like some like silver thing wrapped around part of it, and I'm guessing that's where her hair ends. All right, yeah. you know what? I can't fault her for using that amazing finishing move. That is a full Nelson camel clutch combo. I love that move. I give her credit for that. That was cool. This is less cool.
1: Like, if she's gonna use that thing as a whip, I mean I personally, if I was in there with I would just grab it and I would pull her to the mat with it. And I'd slide out of the ring and I'd be dragging her
0: by the ponytail and I'd be bashing her head into the turnbuckle with it. Like I just maybe that's maybe at some point Kyrie Zane will snap and we'll see that. Maybe she'll be dragging her around she's she's got their hair right now <laughs> wouldn't you just like tie it to the ropes Sure like tie it to the rope or tie it around the turnbuckle and take the cow out like leave her outside tied to the guardrail
1: I just feel like it's got a smell <laughs> I'm sure it's not
0: incredibly appealing
1: Do you think that's actually her hair? It's really up to, long.
0: Up to a point, yes. Not the whole thing. Again, yeah. I think there's a point there where they yeah, probably have woven in the extensions and the rest of it's fake. As opposed to Kyrie Zayn, I'm pretty sure that's all her hair. Yeah, I guess. Oh, she's doing the Kojima chops! They don't look very effective. No, but they they aren't. That's uh, Kojima from New Japan who does those knife-edge chops, and eventually he's just going and slapping him in the chest. But the crowd likes it, so that's really all that matters. Okay. All right, Kairi Zane. Put us all out of our misery. Oh, come on. Please use the hair in the submission hold. That's a nice move. Um. She's got a crazy face, that Kyrie Zane. Look at that! She's like psycho pirate face. Wow. I'm
1: not really getting a pirate vibe right now. No, but... Although I guess I she's got an anchor on that knee pad.
0: I don't think there's a whole lot of pirate besides, like... Yeah. There's a she's nautical She's got theme. some
1: buckles there. Which makes her look swashbuckling,
0: I suppose. That's what that means, right? Yes. So this has been a good match. I will say that. I think again, Bianca Belair's another one of those that you send her to NXT for a while. Maybe eventually you lose the hair gimmick. She could be okay. She could be She decent. will never lose that hair gimmick. You don't think so? She will be defined by it. Yes, but uh, wouldn't there wouldn't it make sense to for there to come a time for her to lose it in some fashion? I hope so but I doubt it then she comes out with obviously a fake wig (laughs) Doc Manson's just looking around the room at this point Sorry. This is our main event of the evening, Doc. You've got to have some excitement. You asked for this. (laughs) Bianca's going to the top rope. Maybe she'll do something exciting. She had some pretty innovative submission moves. I'll give her that. Maybe we're going to see a red arrow. Oh, 450. I think she's going for a 450. Come on. Come on. She hit a four hundred and fifty splash. That is not easy to do. Yep. She obviously is athletic. If they take the hair out of it, take the hair out of it. She's pretty talented athletically. Give her that. I hate her pants. Established. They're Dolph, Zigg- they're Dolph Ziggler pants.
1: Established. They're I'm badass blind. belly
0: gun pants. Stupid. Maybe it's Eastern Standard Time. Maybe she's just repping the East Coast. Ooh,
1: That's axe good kick. kick.
0: Oh, the marching. She's marching. I
1: don't, I don't care for the marching. Not one bit.
0: I like that, though. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Looks like that hurt. Ow! Aja Kong style back fist. Oh, my God. Oh, here comes the elbow.
1: That's right. Let's hit it on with that padded elbow.
0: (laughs) Oh, the nope of negativity in full effect.
1: I would just like, you know, things to make sense.
0: Well, she'd probably break her elbow if she did
1: it without the pad. I guess. right. Do you like the elbow
0: as a finisher? I find... I like the Randy Savage elbow as a finisher. Her elbow is visual. Look at the welts from the hair whip. Yeah. Like, she's literally got welts on her body from being whipped with that hair. She sure does. That's terrible. It is. Oh, let's see it again.
1: I don't care for it at all. DC Matthews is
0: shielding his eyes. I am. That's gross. I don't need to see people flogged. Nope. Ow. Ow. Was a Beth Phoenix style move. Um, I like that it is visually different. Um, Kyrie Zane's elbow drop. I do like that, but you know, I again, I'm not, I'm not opposed to a diving elbow as a finisher. I like the Velveteen Dreams diving elbow, which is very Randy Savage esque. But
1: uh... like, I, 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 can see Randy Savage, uh, uh, a, a, a 300 pound muscular man.
0: Uh, flying at you, not weigh three hundred. Well,
1: you know, but you know, I can see that hurting.
0: I Having an eighty-five
1: sh- pound woman land on you I get looks it. about as effective as the coup de gras, because he's I also about it. eighty-five pounds.
0: I appreciate that she gets perpendicular, like sure. literally at one point. It is
1: visually striking. That's I, what I'm not. That's yeah, it is. The only
0: reason I like it is that it's visually striking. Nope. Don't shake the hand. Oh, Beat her up. Choke her with your hair. Turn yeah. her around. Yeah, why would you do the side of respect? You've been a heel the entire time. That's confusing. All sure right, quarterfinals. Abby Leith versus Mercedes Martinez. And those. Are, that's the only match we know. All right, friends. That is the end of match or night one or episode one of round two. I think it's episode you know, five. Well, yes, I suppose. It's episode <laughs> one of round two. Sure. Um, all right. Well, we will be back later this week with another thrilling episode of the May Young Classic. Um, any final thoughts? Doc Manson at Doc Manson.
1: I'm still excited to see where this goes and to see who takes the whole thing. Uh, you know,
0: I just we'll see how it develops. I'm just saying Abby Lace, Piper Niven, Kyrie Zane. That's three of the final eight that are pretty darn good. So agreed. Agreed. These these final matches should be pretty good. All right. Well, he is doc Manson at doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews, NAI. appreciate yourself and Aja Kong backfist there. People, we will see you around the neighborhood.